2: At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.
3: All right, so I'm back. I don't know what happened. Maybe because the topic was just a little too hot for for social media. I don't know, but uh, stream then got me back up and running. Everything is good. It was something on their end, so we are be good to go. So, anyway, back to the conversation that we were having. So, what we're talking about tonight again is fear of the black man. White, why is white America afraid of the black man, aka Negrophobia? So that's tonight's topic. Oh, I really lost my train of thought when I got kicked off. I was like, really strange, y'all? you going to do your girl like that tonight? So, anyway, so again, going back to um, facts versus myths of the black man, drop in the comments. Let me know. What have you heard? What are the facts and the myths of the black man that you have heard? Let's talk about it. Drop it in the comments. And while you're dropping it in the comments, like I said, y'all know I keep videos, information on deck. I have just like literally become infatuated with James Baldwin and the things that he has to say. So let me drop this little clip right here. I believe it's like maybe two minutes long. So that with your girl.
4: What is relevant about this is that whereas 40 years ago when I was born, the question of having to deal with what is unspoken by the subjugated, what is never said to the master, however, having to deal with this reality was a very remote, very remote possibility. It was in no one's mind. When I was growing up, I was taught in American history books that Africa had no history, and neither did I. That I was a savage, about whom the less said the better, who had been saved by Europe and brought to America. And of course, I believed it. I didn't have much choice. Those were the only books there were. Everyone else seemed to agree. If you walk out of Harlem, ride out of Harlem downtown, the world agrees what you see is much bigger, cleaner, whiter, richer, safer than where you are. They collect the garbage. People obviously can pay their life insurance. The children look happy, say, you're not. And you go back home. And it would seem then, of course, that it's an act of God, that this is true, that you belong where white people have put you, it is only since the Second World War that there's been a counter-image in the world, and that image did not come about through any legislation on the part of any American government, but through the fact that Africa was suddenly on the stage of the world, and Africans had to be dealt with in a way they'd never been dealt with before. This gave an American Negro for the first time a sense of himself beyond a savage or a clown. It has created, and will create, a great many conundrums. One of the great things that the white world does not know, but I think I do know, is that black people are just like everybody else. One has used the myth of Negro and the myth of color to pretend and to assume that you are dealing essentially with something exotic, bizarre, and practically, according to human laws, unknown. Alas, that is not true. We are also mercenaries, dictators, murderers, liars. We are human, too. What is crucial here is that unless we can manage to establish some kind of dialogue between those people whom I pretend have paid for the American dream and those other people who have not achieved it, we will be in terrible trouble.
3: And this is exactly why I say, if you have not watched I Am Not Your Negro, I absolutely recommend that When I sat down and, and I watched it, I, I was enamored, you know, to have a, a black man of of his tenure and his standards to educate me, to really make me appreciate the black man. And black woman even more. So. That video. Answers my question. You know the facts. Versus the myths of the black man. You know like he said. We're dictators. We're mercenaries. We're murderers. We're all of that. We're human. We're just like everybody else. Just a different color. That's all. So, I tell everybody, I recommend, y'all, if you have not seen I Am Not Your Negro, please watch it. Please watch it. Sit down. Take the time to watch it. James Baldwin is so fucking phenomenal. We need more black men to step up like that. We need more black women. You know, we need more Langston Hughes. We need more of that. And I want the world to know that black men are more than what you see portrayed on TV. They're more than just what you hear on these rap songs and and what they say. I've heard so many things, and I I have to go back and and talk about Kwame Brown. I've heard so many negative things about Kwame Brown that you don't understand that he was bullied by other black men. And I'm going to continue to see this. That they just kept poking and poking and poking and poking and poking poking until he started to fight back. Now he's an angry, bitter black man. Same shit they say about black women. But we're not talking about black women right now. But it's just you have to sit down. Oh yeah, it's on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix. It's called I Am Not Your Negro. And when I tell you It is awesome. It's phenomenal. James Baldwin, like I said, I'm arriving late to the party. Apparently, everybody's known about James Baldwin but me. But again, because James Baldwin is not what's taught in our school books. Martin Luther King is taught in our school books. Malcolm X is taught in the school books, but very briefly. And we need to change that. We we need to know our history. So I think we need to collectively come together. And let's create our own textbook. That talks about. These beautiful black men. That were in power. Marcus Garvey. Huey Newton. Powerful black men. If you haven't had a chance. Sit down and watch Jesus and the black. I'm sorry. Um. Yes, Jesus and the Black Messiah about Fred Hampton. Powerful, strong Black men that were murdered for standing up for what they believe in. So that's my take on the on facts versus myths of the Black man. Like I say, unfortunately, the last video cut off, but let me say this. We're all the same. You have good, there it goes again. I'm about so sick of this. We're going to keep it rolling. we still going to keep going. We're still going to keep going. Here we go. I don't see how my camera was unplugged, but maybe I need to move my seat. There we go. I'm back. I don't know why they don't want us to talk about this tonight, but hey, that's social media for you. But powerful, strong black men. But like I say, um, right, You know, cousin, and and I say that because black history is so watered down. We don't learn about these prolific black figures until it becomes cool, you know, to to talk about them. And and I stumbled across this, um, I Am Not Your Negro, I was was scrolling through Netflix trying to find something to watch. And I I said, you know what, I was like, oh, I was like, I've heard his name, but I didn't know the gist of him. So when I sat down and I, and I watched it, I was like, Oh my God, he is absolutely the clips that I need to put in this because I'm talking about the black man and how America fears the black man. And they still to this day continue to fear the black man, you know? And again, I hate the first video cut off, but I'm glad I had an opportunity to come back. But, um, Another viewer, uh, Cousin Brenda uh, Robert, had jumped on, and they say they fear what they don't understand. They do one of two things: they either destroy or control us. Hence, they're killing us at alarming rates. You have the police that are murdering us every day. Yes, the black man does murder the other black man, but let, let me say this, and some may disagree with what I'm about to say. The reason we don't get in an uproar about another about black men killing another black man is because we know when that black man is caught, he's gonna go to prison. He's gonna do time. Hence these police officers that are killing the black men, they go home. No charges are gonna be filed. They get to go on and live their productive life. Their badges are not snatched, none of that. Do I agree? With black men kill a black man? No, I don't. Do I want it to stop? Absolutely. Because you're contributing to exactly what the white man wants you to do. And that is to exterminate the black man. And I'm going to say that. So no, I don't agree with my brothers killing one another. No, I don't. I pray for the black man daily. I pray every day that black men live long enough to see their children grow. To see their children get married, to see their children have children, to see their children's children have children. I stand ten toes down with that. So, again, just because I'm anti-black doesn't mean I'm pro-white. I mean, because I'm pro-black doesn't mean I'm anti-white. Let me get that straight. I absolutely get upset when I see another black man that murders another black man. That eliminates his brother. Yes, I do. But I know when that black man is caught, he's going to prison. He's going to sit down. He's going to do some time. Hence, these these police officers that are killing these black men get a slap on the wrist. They're not going to prison. So, yes, I'm going to say that with conviction in my voice. Yes. I'm so tired of the black man killing the black man. Yes, I am. But I'm also infuriated. When these police officers kill a black man and, they, and there's no repercussions, there's no consequences. Let me calm down, y'all, because y'all know. I, I Y'all know, I get I, I hyped up. Y'all know I, I be, whew. let me calm down. I should have brought some water, but I don't want the world to feel like, oh my gosh, she just feels this. No, because I hate to see black men kill another black man. I do. I hate to see drugs destroying the black man, but hence, how will the drugs get into the black community? We'll have that conversation on another show. I hate that. I despise that. I hate how the world tears down the black man. I hate it. That I hate. I hate the fact that. Black men aren't given a chance. They're never given a second chance. Their past is always thrown back in their face. I hate that. I really do. It upsets me because I feel like everybody deserves a second chance. Everybody makes mistakes. Do I feel like we we should come together? yeah? Black men need to come together. We all need to unite. Black men, black women, we need to unite. We need to become one. So, yeah, I absolutely do get upset. I'm right there with you, cousin. I hate that. I despise that. You see it every day. Every day you see a a, a black man killing another black man. Yeah, you do. But, again, when that black man is called You can guarantee that this black man is going to prison. He's going to do 40 years, 50 years. Hence, and I'm going to continue to say it again. These police officers that are killing, these white police officers that are killing these black men, they get to go home. They still get their pension. They move on to another county, another district, and continue to work. So that infuriates me. It absolutely does and when I tell y'all I'm so passionate when it comes to my love for the black man you know the, the black man go goes through enough in the world and then have to come home and, and deal with another war do I like it no I don't and you know to the black man I get so upset because y'all don't protect the black women the way we protect y'all. So it goes both ways. But we're not talking about the black women. But I just wanted to throw that in there. But I do. You know, that that goes right as to what Mr. Baldwin was saying. How society sees the black men. Drop in the comments, y'all. Let me know. How does society see the black men? I can tell you, they see him like he's nothing. They treat him like he's nothing. They make him feel like he's less than a man because of the color of his skin. They make him feel like he'll never be as good as his white counterparts. That's the way they make the black man feel. Society sees the black man as ignorant. Unworthy, a drug dealer, a rapist, a murderer, uneducated. That the only thing he's gonna be good is good at is is being an athlete. That's how society wants you to see the black man. They want you to see him as as a a dead. Some of them are, but not all of them. You actually do, there are actually some black men, and if I had the time, I would name all the black men that I know that take care of their children. Whether they have a good or bad relationship with the mother of their child. I know some black men that participate in the village of of raising these children. Even stepping in and raising children that don't belong to them. All because the mother lied and said he was a dad, and he really wasn't. And all and, and the time he's built a bond with the child to the point where he just can't walk out of the child's life. I remember the, the OGs, you know, that that looked out for the younger generation. And would make sure that they went to school and and got their education and was better than them. They would talk to them. They would have real conversations with them. But no, y'all let society destroy that. If you go back and you look at good times, oh, I still love that show. The black man went to work, he had a wife, he raised his children. You look at the
0: Jeffersons, you look at the Cosby Show. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out.
1: Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during
0: the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular.
1: Wait
2: how did you get in here?
0: Join in Club or at PlanetFitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month. Cancel any time. Hurry. Deal ends April 14th. See Club for details.
2: At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.
3: You do have black men that I actually like that. But then you get to these movies that show the black man selling drugs. That the only way he'll be able to get out of the hood is, is to be an athlete. We have lots of black lawyers. We have lots of black doctors. We have lots of black judges. But they don't show that. They don't show that. Society does not show that. They do not portray the black man in those roles. Then you have these black men that the only way they can get roles is if they put on dresses. They are continuously trying to de-emasculate the black man. That's what they do. I know this is an uncomfortable conversation, but it's a conversation that we must have. Because black men are not always what, are not all that you see on TV. I'm seeing so many black doctors now, male doctors at that, some fine black male doctors. I love y'all. You see so many black men that are, Baseball players that are uh, business owners. I love y'all. I love to see even the the black athletes that have taken a step back and have gone back to school to become business owners. I love you. I love everything about you, black man. I promise I do. I'm trying not to get emotional because y'all know how I feel about the black man. I love y'all with everything. I will move heaven and earth. Oh God. I said I was not gonna get emotional tonight, but I but I do, I would absolutely move heaven and earth for the black man. No matter how bad a black man mistreats me, I'll never stop loving y'all. Never. We as black women, we're supposed to be their safe space. We're supposed to be their 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 comfort zone. You you get what I'm saying? We're supposed to. But unfortunately, society doesn't show the good side of the black man. They always show the bad. I hate that. You know, which takes me back to why do so many whites fear black men? It takes me right back to that. Why? Why? I want to know why Why do they fear the black man so much? Is it because he's strong? What is it? Because the last time I checked, he's human. Just a different color. So like I say, I, I'm going to continue to celebrate. I'm going to continue to love. I'm going to continue to encourage. I'm going to continue to empower and uplift my black men. Because I know y'all don't get that. I know y'all don't get it. You know. Y'all are just so, so fascinating. I I just, let me take a moment. I just really want to brag. Let me remove this really quickly. I really just want to brag. On the black man for a minute. I I really do. Oh, let me get my thoughts together, y'all. Because, oh, y'all know when it comes to talking about the black man, y'all know I get so excited. I get just, oh, enamored, enthralled. I love y'all. But I just want, I really want to take a moment and just talk to my brothers for just a minute, just a minute or two. Black man, I want you to know that just because you have a past doesn't mean you don't have a future. I know you guys go through enough every day in the world. I know y'all aren't celebrated. I know y'all aren't appreciated because it doesn't fit the narrative. I know that. I see it every day. Which is exactly why I take a moment out of my day to make a post and and tell the black men how much I love them and how much I appreciate you. I know you don't hear it enough. And I and I and I'm speaking like I say to all the black men I appreciate you. I love you. I love. Everything about you, the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. I love that about y'all. I really do. That's what makes you, you. I love your cocoa brown skin. I love your, your caramel skin, your, your dark chocolate skin. I just love the black man. And I want to celebrate you. I want to let you know that Ashley, appreciate you. I think you are my king. I think you, y'all you are amazing fathers. I think y'all are amazing people. Y'all are special. And again, I know the black men, I know y'all don't hear that enough. But I want to continue to say that I love y'all. That I hold y'all so dear to my heart, you know, hey, Big Low, I am just, right now, I'm just, I had to take a, I had to just kind of step back for a moment, because I wanted to celebrate, and just love on a black man, just, just a little bit, you know, y'all don't get that love, so, don't, y'all go, go check out my boy, Big Low Country Sports, Yes, he is a Falcons fan. But, man, if you want some great football talk, y'all go talk to my boy, Big Low. I promise you will not be disappointed. I promise you. He amazing, amazing conversations. And he showed him and his wife, Coach Roney, showed me so much love. And I absolutely appreciate it. So, (laughs) y'all go check out Big Low Country Sports. Go follow him on YouTube. Subscribe. Again, yeah, he's a Falcons fan, unfortunately, but I go in because I like the football conversation. And at the end of the day, it goes beyond sports. It's always love. So Miss Robin says, Black men are naturally stronger physically and mentally. White people spend centuries bringing Black people down to let them believe that they are inferior to white men, which is exactly... What I say, sis, because I have, you know, that. Thank you, Big Low. Thank you, Coach Rony. That's Big Low's wife. That baby, when I tell you, that's some beautiful black love right there. Oh, I'm looking for a love like y'all's. I want that black love, too. Yes, I love it. That cocoa butter, shea butter love. But going back to what you were saying, uh, Miss Robin, that goes back to that movie Get Out. I I said it earlier, but unfortunately, StreamYard will not let me be great today. So I had to start all the way over from the beginning. You know, if you go back and you watch that movie Get Out, that goes along with your comment you know, hence they were doing the the brain swapping. They were taking a black man's brain and putting it in a white man's body. You know, hence the grandfather, they took the grandfather's brain and put it in the black guy's body um, because he wanted to be like Jesse Owens. You know, he wanted the strength, the endurance, like the black man. So, going back to me, bragging on y'all for just a moment, um, I do. I I love you black men. Um, do I wish y'all would stop killing each other? Yeah, I do. I really do. But the only way that's going to happen is if you black men come together. Build that village back up because we need you. I don't care what the world says. I don't care how the world portrays you. We need you. You black men are phenomenal. Just like we phenomenal black women, y'all are phenomenal black men. Y'all are strong. Y'all are absolutely my kings. Y'all are absolutely the strength. Y'all are what keeps my world going. So to the black men, I love y'all. I absolutely do. I adore y'all. So let me come on my soapbox. Like I say, I wanted to just, I wanted to come and, and I wanted to, like I say, set aside, I wanted to brag on a black man for just a moment. I wanted to, because y'all don't get it enough. Y'all are not celebrated enough. Like I said, I'm, I'm so proud of seeing all the, the beautiful black businessmen, the beautiful black lawyers, um, the doctors, the judges, the firemen. I love that. I love to, I'm, so elated to see black men are showing the world that they're more than just athletes. I'm glad that they're showing the world that they're more than just rappers, drug dealers. I'm so grateful that they're showing the world that they're more than just that. Because exactly what I described is exactly how society sees the black men. That they're nothing they will never be nothing but rappers, athletes, drug dealers, pimps, murderers, rapists, pedophiles. That's how society sees the black man. That's what they do. So I do want to get to this question, though, and I want y'all to drop in the comments. How does the black man see himself? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you black men view yourself. Do you black men feel like you're worthy? Do you view yourself as strength? I wanna know Because that's what I see. Every black man that I see, I see him strong, beautiful, gorgeous. I wish I could just name every word in the dictionary that describes a black man. That's, that's, you know, like I said, I could go on and on and on and on. So let me jump off into this video. Like I say, I'm just enamored by James Baldwin, y'all. I'm just so enamored by James Baldwin. And then before I end the show, um i gotta shout out my girl play simone she's got this beautiful song um i had to make a video to it but the song is called colorblind but let me get into this last video by james baldwin and then i again i want to know how does the black man see himself
4: i was right that's part of the dilemma of being an american negro that one is a little bit colored and a little bit white And not only in terms, in physical terms, but in the head and in the heart. And there are days, this is one of them, when you wonder what your role is in this country, and what your future is in it. How precisely you're going to reconcile yourself to your situation here, and how you're going to communicate to the vast, heedless, unthinking, cruel white majority that you are here. I'm terrified at the moral apathy, the death of the heart, which is happening in my country. These people have rooted themselves for so long that they really don't think I'm human. I had basis on their conduct, not on what they say. And this means that they have become, in themselves, moral monsters. Well, General, I can see... That's a terrible indictment. Yes, I... I mean every word I say. It was a great shock to me. I want to say this on the air. The Attorney General did not know Mean the Attorney General of the United States? Mr. Robert Mr. Kennedy Robert. didn't know that I would have trouble convincing my nephew to go to Cuba, for example, to liberate the Cubans in defense of a government which now says it is, done, it is doing everything it can to do, which cannot liberate me. Now there are 20 million people in this country, and you can't put them all in jail. I know how my nephew feels. I know how I feel. I know how the cats in the barbershop feel. A boy last week, who was 16 in San Francisco, told me on television, thank God we got him to talk, maybe somebody will start to listen, he said, I've got no country. I've got no flag. Now he's only 16 years old. And I couldn't say you do. I don't have any evidence to prove that he does. They were tearing down his house because San Francisco is engaging, as most northern cities now are engaged, in something called urban renewal. Which means moving the Negroes out. It means Negro removal. That is what it means. And the federal government is, is, is is an accomplice to this fact. Now this, we're talking about human beings. There's not such a thing as a monolithic wall or, you know, some abstraction called the Negro problem. These Negro boys and girls, who at 16 and 17 don't believe the country means anything that it says, don't feel they have any place here, on the basis of the performance of the entire country. Oh. I don't think, put it as simply as I can, and without trying now to investigate whatever the motives of any given Muslim leader may be, it is the only movement in the country which we can call grassroots. I hate to say that, but it's true. Because it is only... the Malcolm talks, and one of the Muslim leaders' talks, they articulate, for all the Negro people who hear them, who listen to them, they articulate their suffering suffering which has been in this country so long denied. That's Malcolm's great authority over any of his audiences. He corroborates their reality. He tells them that they really exist, you know. Jim, do you think that this is more a more effective appeal than the appeal of Martin Luther King? It's much more sinister because it is much more effective. It's much more effective because it is, after all, comparatively easy to invest a population with a false morale by giving them a false sense of superiority. And it will always break down in a crisis. It's the history of Europe, simply. It's one of the reasons we're in this terrible place. It's one of the reasons that we have five cops standing on a black woman's neck in Birmingham. Because at some point they believed, they were taught and they believed that they were better than other people because they were white. It leads to a moral bankruptcy. It is inevitable. It cannot but lead there. But the point I- my point here is that the country is for the first time worried about the Muslim movement. It shouldn't be worried about the Muslim movement. That's not the problem. The problem is to to eliminate the conditions which breed the Muslim movement.
0: Whew. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out.
1: Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day.
0: Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in Club or at PlanetFitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Hurry. Deal ends April 14th. See Club for details.
2: At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.
3: Again, y'all. You gotta go watch that. Again, it's called I Am Not Your Meekle. I'm really trying not to get emotional. But what he said was absolutely deep. It's the reality of the world. You know, we we were taught. And we still believe that we don't belong here. I hear it all the time. We're called animals, we're called savages. The black man.
4: You know.
1: This.
3: Y'all, I really try not to get emotional. Let me show What? When I go and I I sit back and I watch that, it's kind of hard not to. It's absolutely hard not to. Miss Roney says, I hope they don't let this world's opinion of how they feel about themselves. That's why I love the Black Boy Joy movie right so miss roney i gotta go back i've gotta play this one video one more time because you're talking about deep Deep. i gotta go back and play this video
4: what is relevant about this is that Whereas 40 years ago when I was born, the question of having to deal with what is unspoken by the subjugated, what is never said to the master, of having to deal with this reality it was a very remote, very remote possibility. It was in no one's mind. When I was growing up, I was taught in American history books that Africa had no history, and neither did I, that I was a savage about whom the less said the better, who had been saved by Europe, and brought to America. And of course, I believed it. I didn't have much choice. Those are the only books there were. Everyone else seemed to agree. If you walk out of Harlem, ride out of Harlem downtown, the world agrees what you see is much Bigger, cleaner, whiter, richer, safer than where you are. They collect the garbage. People obviously can pay their life insurance. The children look happy. safe. you're not. And you go back home. And it would seem then, of course, that it's an act of God, that this is true. That you belong where white people have put you. It is only since the Second World War that there's been a counter-image in the world. And that image not come about through any legislation on the part of any American government, but through the fact that Africa was suddenly on the stage of the world, and Africans had to be dealt with in a way they had never been dealt with before. This gave an American Negro for the first time a sense of himself beyond a savage or a clown. It has created, and will create, a great many conundrums. One of the great things that the white world does not know, but I think I do know, is that black people are just like everybody else. One has used the myth of Negro and the myth of color to pretend and to assume that you are dealing, essentially, with something exotic, bizarre, and practically, according to human laws, unknown. Alas, that is not true. We are also mercenaries, dictators, murderers, liars. We are human, too. What is crucial here is that unless we can manage to establish some kind of dialogue between Those people whom I pretend have paid for the American dream and those other people who have not achieved it, we will be in terrible trouble. Again, I, I had to replay that.
3: Like I say, I'm so enamored by that documentary that I've watched it maybe two or three times. But he said exactly, you know, we're exactly where white people try to put us. So that goes back to that, how society sees the black man. Which hence goes back to why do so many whites fear the black man? It takes us right back to those same questions. Exactly what Mr. Baldwin was saying. That's why they fear us. Exactly why they fear us. Do I hope at some point in time that I live long enough to see the change? Yeah. Absolutely I do. Do I want to see my black men come out of the the stereotype that white America perpetrates for them?
1: Yeah,
3: I do. I absolutely do. But again, I do want to know, how does the black man see himself? Do you see yourself as worthy? Do you see yourself as virtuous? Do you see yourself as strong? Ms. Roney says that was deep. And again, you know, as she says, I hope they don't let this world's opinion of them affect how they feel about themselves, which is why she loves the Black Boy Joy movement. So we got this phenomenal Black man that is joining us tonight. Let me go ahead and bring him up. Oh, look at that phenomenal Black man. There you go.
5: Thank thank you for the the great, the awesome introduction.
3: (laughs) Oh, I just... I had to I had to step back on the show for a moment because I I had to brag on the black man. I I had to brag on y'all for a moment. I had to really show how much the black man means to me.
5: Yeah, I, I caught some. Yeah, which call him though? Um, that that film. James Baldwin. Baldwin.
3: Have you watched the documentary, I Am Not Your Negro?
5: I have, yeah.
3: I, yeah. I'm late to the party. I've heard of James Baldwin, but not to the extent as what I know of him now. And in watching that documentary, I had to pause it a couple of times because it, it really it really it, it choked me up.
5: That was a very impactful brother. And um, I mean, stuff, same stuff was going on back in the day. Some of that stuff is going on today. And uh he speaks he speaks very eloquently uh and talks about certain stuff we had going on, you know, in the past.
3: That that clip I just showed where he says uh white America has put us where they want us to be. And I just, I I think I've watched it maybe five or six times already. Mm -hmm. And the black man, I just love y'all. I do. And I, and I, I try, you know, I try not to get emotional on these shows, but you already know when it comes to the black man, you know, that, that tugs at my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get the same way about black women, but not the way I get about black men. Because y'all are not celebrated enough. Y'all are not held to the highest regards or the highest standards enough. Y'all don't get your roses. You don't get your accolades. You know, I, I go back to... Why is white America so afraid of the black man? I go
5: back to that. I want to know why. Well, historically, if we go back to historically, right? Uh, when we were slaves, we were put on display, buck naked. So they they saw Mandingo Warrior. They saw you know they saw they saw that yes, piece. They did. They saw that yeah. piece, and they, you know they had to yeah. measure up themselves think about think about all the all the times you know, every time they was trying to punish us, they would they would try to deal with our phallus. you know they would, they would try to castrate us and everything, or they would not try they would castrate us because it's it's uh it was rooted in in jealousy and envy of the black male uh phallus. so um that's that's part of it, uh, that part, and also the you know, the muscles, you know, uh, we were superior to them strength wise. Uh, we were able to be the beast of burden so to speak in the fields and and do stuff that they couldn't do. So uh it's it's the inferiority complex uh, that they have uh since we've we've came to this country. So
3: Whew. you said something
5: about that peace baby I got looking
3: over y'all black men oh I just I love you. I do. I just, oh my gosh, I just, whew. oh, y'all black men are just, y'all are just so freaking amazing. Y'all are. Every, everything that y'all do, I just can't thank y'all enough. I don't care. Everybody has a past. Mm-hmm. And, and and one of the things that I just, I, I've never come to understand is everybody's given a second chance but the black men.
5: It fits the narrative. Think about it. If if we had the same opportunities, with our being uh, uh, more dominant in different certain areas that they have envy in, uh, you know, we would we replace them, as, you know, in, in a matter of time. So they have to keep the structure in place uh, of white supremacy in order to keep us, you know, underneath them.
3: Welcome back, Robert. Good to see you, Sugar. So. Let me ask you this, brother. Let me ask you this. I want your input. Because, of course, I I put my interjection when it comes to the facts. Bless you. you. Versus the myths Mm
1: -hmm. of the black man. Mm -hmm.
3: What do you see in regards to facts versus the myths of the black man?
5: Well, um, let's go back to... um, Let's go back to one of the myths that they that they started, where we were inferior mentally. So, uh, the original myth was that we were inferior mis- mentally. That's why we were in the fields. That's why they were able to enslave us because we were inferior mentally. Um, they they didn't want the the mainstream or not mainstream media because they're media at the time, but they didn't want everybody to know, uh, uh, white America to know that uh, we had scientists. You know, we had astrologers. We had you know math. We had uh, all that stuff came from Africa. They stole that stuff from Africa. So if they would have known that, if they would have let everybody know that, then they couldn't justify us being slaves. You know, being being seen as less than human. So the original myth is that we are not mentally uh, uh, on their level. And then they, furthermore, uh, later on down the line, they attribute that to the color. The darker skin was not dark skinned males or females were not as smart as the lighter skin, So they can also, you know, perpetuate that myth that white is right or white is more intelligent. And if light you're closer light. to white, you're more, excuse me, you're more intelligent. But if you're dark, you're more ignorant. So um, we have, you know, certain words coming from that, um, you know, black, you know, trying to, you know, per- perpetuate a, a stigma of black people or, or dark black people in the aspect. That's the that's the original myth. Um uh then we come down to uh present day the myths of us not being good fathers uh or, or role models you know they they keep that myth alive because every time you see in the news uh blackmail this blackmail that they put us on front street when it comes to anything that some any negative right we're on front street we get all we get all the shine when we do something negative but we do positive stuff you barely see anything we do positive, which leads to other people believing that black men ain't shit, basically.
3: Right, and and you know and that's that's exactly what I said. You know, there's good and bad in all races, but when it comes to the black man, it's always y'all are pimps, drug dealers, rapists, murderers, gang bangers, deadbeats, stupid, ignorant, and the list just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But facts: there are educated black men out here, light and dark, uh-huh. and the ones in between.
1: Uh-huh.
3: There are excellent black fathers out here. There are excellent black businessmen. We're more than just athletes. We're more than just rappers. Yeah, and that goes into how society sees the black man.
1: Uh-huh.
3: I hate
5: that it's, it's know, been a lot of money in in, in showing that image of that neck those negative images
3: and we fall and the black man falls right into it because that's what they place value on
5: mm-hmm.
3: you know that goes to what you were talking about on your show tonight mm-hmm. we place the value on the wrong things. do I want to see black men come together and stop killing one another and, and I and I and I'm gonna stress this again. Yes I absolutely get angry when I see you black men killing each other I do get angry absolutely I do but it infuriates me more. When the white man kills you and they get away with it. Uh That infuriates me. Why? Because when a black man kills another black man and he gets caught, he's going to prison. He's going to do jail time. No appeals, no none of that. 40 years, 40 years is what you get. The white man that killed the black man, you get a slap on the wrist. You get to go home. He was justified. Because here comes your past. Oh, he was a drug dealer. or he's yep. been to prison. He did this. He did that. He was a drug addict. He was this. That's why I get infuriated. I don't like to kill another black man, period.
5: And also that that goes to the other myth, right? Is that that we we create we kill black men black men kill black people more than white men kill white people right it's it's around the same percentage because people are gonna do stuff to people in proximity to them so yeah. if you look at 80% of white people kill white men white men white on white crime same thing with black people is 89% of you know black people black on black crime so um, you know it's it's the same thing but they, they just they put the figures out there so we could believe in that so we could believe that okay these black men are just all all uh, abusive. These black men are all violent criminals. And um, they do it for us, you know, women. So women won't trust us so we won't trust each other. And also so white people won't trust us. So, you know, it, it paints us in a picture that they can control the narrative and um, uh, uh, make make people fear us. So whatever they do to us is justified.
3: Right. Orlando Castillo.
5: Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a ton of names. Ton of sure names.
3: John Martin. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's which takes me to that that stand your ground law. Mm-hmm. So I can't protect myself, but it's okay for the white man to do it. I can't protect my loved ones. I'm in fear of my life. That's what fits the narrative, though. I'm sorry. No, that's it doesn't fit the narrative. I'm sorry. Let me yeah. correct that. It doesn't.
5: That's because we we need to work on uh, getting a better ethnic image of ourselves. You know, we need to do a better job of that. They they do a damn good job of tearing the ethnic image down, showing it the spotlight on the ethnic image. We as black people need to show uh, shed positive light every time we speak on another black person, uh, spe- specifically black males. Because as I said before, like uh, women, whatever's going on us between us with the gender war, foolishness, whatever's going on between us, right? We need to put that to the side. Because yeah, you might not like me as being a man. Me, Will, as a being a man. But guess what? The ethnic image that I have, your son's going to have that same ethnic image. Your nephew is going to have the same ethnic image. They're not going to distinguish me no different than your son and nephew when they get older. So if you speak bad on me, you're speaking bad on your son and your nephew and whoever else you love in your family as a male uh, by default. So, you know, we 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 need to do better by doing this.
3: So, Miss Robin says, not allowing a white man to constantly paint the picture for black men. What can we do to take control of the narrative?
5: Uh, that's what I just spoke on. So, I, you know, um, do you hear? And I'm, I'm sorry, ladies. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to say this because this is a ladies' platform, and I have to say this. But do you hear any other race of women tearing their men down publicly on media platforms? in mass do you hear do you hear that happen Hmm. you can go anywhere anywhere and hear that about black men right and nobody bats eye right so i mean yes we're gonna have sisters do that to us but we we need just as many sisters that understand you know have a deeper knowledge that you tearing down grown black men is going to translate down to you know tearing down your future generation of black young men and you need to speak out against that. You need to call your call your sister to task on on speaking a different way. That's what needs to happen for uh for my my Ooh. sisters out
3: there. Baby, they're not gonna like me this month, big brother. So good, you know, got to do it. You gotta
5: do you top, got to do it because
3: you know one of the topics this month is mother and son relationships. Uh-huh. Hmm. But we do. You know, we sit around. And not only do do we do it publicly. I mean, no, let me change that. Not only do we do that privately, but we do it publicly and we get paid to do it. Uh Where we sit around and we bash black men. Uh And guess what? And guess who supports it? We do. We
5: do. Yep, we do.
3: We support tearing down a black man for readings. We celebrate that.
5: Under the guise of entertainment.
3: Right. Again, we get paid for that. So Ms. Robin says that is a cultural effect of the black community. Right. But we do. We, as black women, let me say this. The man deals with enough in the world. So for him to have to come home and fight that same battle in his house, we got to stop that. We got to stop that. Especially when you're doing it in front of your daughter, your son. This is what you're teaching your daughters and telling them that it's acceptable to tear down A black man. You're teaching your sons that it's okay to accept this type of abuse from a woman. Mm -hmm. This is what you're teaching your children in the household. And I'm only speaking of me. I'm guilty. Because the man that I had in my household, I made him feel like he was one of my children. So, hence, my daughter talks to her boyfriend that way, and I and I find myself having to catch up. Stop talking to that boy like that. You're not his mama. But my children only mimic what they see.
4: True.
3: So, Miss Robin says the black community tear black people down in general. The issue is that our black men have not taken responsibility for their poor actions for years. I do believe. Men need to change the narrative As much as the black community Black women Need to change the narrative as well
5: uh, Can I Address that real quick um, oh, yeah. b- Black men Taking accountability right um, I, I want to I wanna get you to Speak on like give me Exactly what you're talking about because um, We have no choice but to take accountability Because the society You know they, they, they make us accountable for everything you know, we have no choice. Of course, we do have black men that will not take accountability. We do have that. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, you no, you're you're incorrect in saying that. What I want to say is, as a whole, black men have no choice other than to be accountable. Right. Because society does it to us. I mean, we have uh, if, if we're talking about black men versus black women. Right. If we go to jail, we're going to get way more time than a black woman. We're going to get we're going to be treated way differently than black women. Um Y'all get treated. Y'all starting to get treated worse, not treated worse now. But historically, we've always been treated uh, a certain way, right? We've been handled a certain way. So we have no choice. but to take accountability. Now, personal accountability, nobody can force anybody to take that. But I'm talking about in society, we've always been accountable, been held accountable to our actions.
3: And I think what we need to do is stop pointing fingers and start with the blame game. Because we as black women, and I know some black women may, may disagree, but we don't take accountability either. Black men, y'all are forced to take accountability. Y'all don't have a choice. We as black women, we don't, we don't want, we don't, we don't want to eat out of the same bowl that we've been dishing to people for all these years. We don't want to do that. We as black women know. Uh Uh-uh, it's too much like right. So Mr. Roberts says, because it's known how powerful media and entertainment is when it comes to societal norms, societal worth should come second to self-worth as societal worth is still important. So Ms. Robin says, I'm not talking about as a society, I'm talking about as a community.
5: Well, in the community too. I mean, in the community too, we we've been held responsible also. Um, now, I mean, if somebody does something, and, and and we gotta, we we all share that blame. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying women, men share that blame also, right? Uh, if we don't hold the people in the community that's doing wrong uh, accountable, then they're not going to be accountable. Uh, let's say they're out there dealing drugs. You see somebody dealing drugs doing something they ain't supposed to be doing. If if no snitching. Right. If you don't say anything about it, it keeps going on. Your community falls to shit. So we are all responsible for that. You know, it's not just the men in that, you know, because who, who reaps the benefit of women selling drugs and doing illegal stuff? Usually it's a woman somewhere reaping the benefit. Right. So, you know, we we all share the blame to that. Uh, we all, you know, even in women raising these boys. Right. Come on. Everybody has a mother that knows what's going on. and doesn't do anything about it. So, um, you know, we can't, we can't separate men and women. Our history is tied together. We cannot separate talking about men. You did this and you did this, that the other point fingers, at them or point a finger, at a woman, we share that same, we share that same history. We share that same outcomes. We just act like we're separate. And that's, that's what's talking about tonight, right? Being an independent. on In my podcast being independent is is ruined our community because we feel we're independent of one another. Men and women, we are not independent. We're all in this bullshit together. We need to start acting that way.
3: So Mr. Robert says, but we should not find um, of self-worth through the worth that society gives us. That's basically basically not thinking for yourself and falling victim to the way of thinking they want us to adopt. Facts. And we are easily distracted. Let some real shit go on in the world, but then let a new dance come out that's what our focus shifts All towards this new dance. All over. You're on TikTok doing the, the latest challenge. So they're, they're distracting us from what's real life important. You know, I, I talked about it a couple of episodes ago how while we were so focused on, um, uh, oh God, I, I forgot. But anyway, but not realizing that the, the governor of Texas just signed into law a six week abortion ban. While we were so focused on this over here to the left, they snuck this shit in on us on the right. Most women don't find that they're pregnant until maybe they're six, seven, eight weeks. So we're easily distracted. Like in that video by Childish Gambino, This is America. I love mm-hmm. that video and that song, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So Ms. Robin says, the black man has not held themselves accountable to what they have contributed to the black community within the families the structure of the families destruction of our generations to come etc etc she also says black women are forced to take accountability for the lack of what black men for the lack of what black men black women are forced to raise children by themselves let me interject on this okay, really okay.
5: Quickly. go ahead go ahead because go I, I had a comment also
3: so in regards to black women being forced to raise children by themselves. Let's talk about the black women that cannot, um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take that off the screen. Let's talk about the black women that are so bitter that they don't allow the man to stay and take care of the child because she's pissed off because the relationship didn't work out. Again, that's going to be Thursday's conversation because that's Thursday's conversation. Deadbeat dads or the bitter baby mama syndrome. So I'm not saying that black, that black men don't do any wrong. But again, it's time for us to stop with the blame game. Because women, you need to stand 10 toes down in the BS that you do. When it comes to the dynamic in the household, we need to take accountability for some of the things that we have not contributed to the community not just black men go ahead brother this
5: one. So, so if you want if we're talking about uh black women forced to take accountability are we talking about for raising the kids um accountability by them keeping the kids because i mean i can tell you this majority of women will not bring their children to their father and just okay this is your child here raise your child they use uh the child as leverage now, now i'm not gonna say majority let's say a lot of women i mean let me take that back. A lot of women will not bring the child to their father because they want to have that power over that man because the man did whatever he did, however it went between them, but... um
0: Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on must haves to make spring your season. Like twirl-worthy dresses for $79.99 and under. 50 to 65% off effortlessly cool suits from Tommy Hilfiger and more. And 65% off
3: charter club damask sheets and bedding. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and
4: clearance prices exclusions apply.
5: that that's not accountability. I mean, we, we, unless we know like case by case basis, unless we talk to the person, know who that person is in their story, right? It all looks the same from outside looking in. all we see is single mothers. We don't see the stories that, that, you know, that each one of them give, uh, all we know is that there's a single mother and there's a, there's a man somewhere that's not in the picture. We don't know why it's not in the picture. You know, um, there, there can be various reasons for that, but I can tell you If You go to the CDC, uh, look up CDC website, and it'll tell you that black men are in their children's everyday lives more than white men. There was a study done three years ago, 2018. Look up that study in the CDC. That narrative that's being pushed to black women is totally false. And, like I said, CDC has proved disproving that. And, um, it's easy to believe the narrative, it's easy for NS to believe it without actually looking up the facts on that. Um, but i'm gonna say this yes 73 percent of uh black women are raising children are the head of the household or uh, single mothers that's true uh what can we do about it probably nothing i mean but but what i can say what i can say about that is that um women have control of that situation total control of that situation um when it comes to having a child out of wedlock right uh she can choose not to have sex with this man to where it won't be any children being born uh until he puts a ring on it. So um it, it, if you talk about that accountability it starts with a woman because her body her choice, right? Uh a man, yes we do need to wrap it up. I'm not going to say a men, men I'm not going to say men don't have no share no blame in that. He needs to wrap it up. He needs to be more careful. He needs to be re- respo- responsible on the front end and then after the child is born, yes he needs to be responsible for that child. I believe every man should take care of the child and if he's not I believe that, yes, he should be forced to take care of his child, because if he doesn't, then all of us pay for it. So I'm not holding men. I never uh, uh, tried not to hold men accountable. And um, as a man, like we don't we don't deal with men that ain't shit. Right. If we're any kind of men, the type of men that hold themselves accountable, real men, how y'all women like to refer to it. We don't even we don't even associate with those type of men. Right. If we know those type of men, we'll say something about it. But we don't associate with them like that to where where uh uh they get a pass, so to speak, because it's okay. not cool to make children not take care of them. You
1: know, right.
3: So, Mr. Roberts says, while statistically much smaller, I'm pretty sure I was personally brought up in a household with just my father. He used to hurt used us to hurt our mother while feeding us poison to make us hate her. He also goes on to say, I will also say that as a result, I was maintained, not raised. Many people who have children don't want to be parents. And so those children are used and maintained instead of being properly raised. I agree with that. And that's what I mean when I say, it's time to stop pointing fingers. It's time to stop with the blame game. And each party needs to be held accountable. When it comes to this, because we as black women, we were taught by our mothers, by our grandmothers, by our aunties and the other women in the neighborhood to don't depend on a man. Don't do this. Don't do that. So therefore you have these, these women that want to be the man and the female in the relationship, but nobody wants to have that conversation.
5: let let, let me answer something i just thought about something about to miss robin um miss robin we we know like you were talking about holding men accountable right the society holds men accountable all the time but they they don't hold women accountable we have a word you you know a word when a man hates a woman or doesn't like women right it's called misogyny do you know what the word is when a woman doesn't hate doesn't like men or hate men Do you know that because that's not being pushed in society, right? That's what society—that's how society works against black men. They—they—they—they they, they, they operate in the hatred or the or the dislike of black men, and he push that message through mainstream media. Okay, I can't read it. My camera in the way. I'm sorry. it's not held themselves accountable. What they contribute to the black community within the family. That was
3: her, her previous <laughs> oh, same, I'm sorry.
5: Okay, I'm sorry. I thought she. Yeah, was... that's the
3: same comment. Uh-huh. I just brought, I just brought it back up on the screen.
5: And what what society doesn't say too. I mean, yeah, they'll they'll paint all the, the, the light, right? They're painting all the negative light, but what society doesn't say is that black men built this damn country for free. Black men are responsible for building the infrastructure in this country for free, right? Historically, we did the labor. Black women, yeah, you were there picking cotton with us, but we did the manual labor to build in this country. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you're gonna have good and bads. You're gonna I mean, we're gonna have good and bad and everything. We can't just point out the negative uh and 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 not even focus on the positives that that a man brings to society a man brings the household the family unit um like i said i mean i i i cannot i can't excuse any black man that that is not doing for his family i can't excuse that i can't i'm not i'm not gonna act like it's okay you will never hear me saying that um nor defending that. i would never defend that so um, that's me holding black men accountable
3: And you know, brother, I hold black women accountable when I see them using their children as pawns. Mm. You know, my neighbor, for example, she does shit to spite her baby dad. Yeah, he goes in and out of jail, Mm. but you punish the family for it. Mm. But why though? Why punish the family for what he's done? Why wouldn't you want, you know, see when I was coming up, we had a village Mm -hmm. and nobody has that village mentality anymore, you know, but I, I tell her all the time, why punish the family because of what he's not doing. But at the end of the day, we as women, we know that some of you men ain't shit. We know this, but we still choose to have a baby with you, but nobody's ready to have that conversation.
5: And and baby's gonna make them do something different.
3: It's like you know. How do you block this? Hold on. Hold on. I got the. We got some crazy comments that are.
5: If it's part, if it's on par with the conversation, hey, you could dress it. But, I mean, it's I mean, not okay. All right, cool.
3: Trust some, me, it's not some, some,
5: troll, some troll behavior, some tro- trollish behavior. Oh wow, wow, wow! That's what Come we on, doing. I don't know why they're yeah, wow, yeah. And yeah, you, you're part of the problem, sir. Right. You're you're part of the problem. That is that's my stuff. yeah hey hey you know what you don't you 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 pulling you know you hurting some folks uh feelings when they start doing that you're doing something hey
3: you better know it oh, that'll be okay all right so hold on i got one more time all right there we go So Robert says, and there is no being forced to bring up a child on your own. There is A, you want to do it and you properly take on the role. Or B, you don't want to and the baby is given away to adoption. He said, or C, you use the child to make excuses, be bitter and blame who you can as an excuse to stay bitter and unhappy. Misery loves company. Exactly what I said.
5: Exactly what I said. Hold on. And and, and to be honest, like truly, when I mean if if they picked a decent guy, let's say let's say he's a guy that uh you know is decent, right? A decent man, and he's not doing what he's supposed to do. We got we got something in place that's gonna make this man if he keeps the job. This one that's what I mean by decent. He keeps the job he uh he provides for himself. you got plates things in place that's gonna make this man do what he's supposed to do so i mean even a lot of single mothers they're single because the father's not in the household the father's not in the children's life that he chooses not to be but she still has help she uh because they're gonna make him help her you know it's not totally you know we we need to stop saying single mothers and having that blanket term for every woman you know uh we have mothers that were married their husbands died um they're they're not single mothers, you know. They they're widows, so they're really not single mothers. Uh divorced women are not, you know, they're they're not single mothers either. They have a husband that, you know, they were divorced. So the divorcees. They don't fall in the single mother category. Is is he back? Under oh.
3: another, I'm
5: trying to Oh, yeah, they uh, they don't fall in the single mother category because they have they had a husband. Um Single mothers. We need to provide. We need to say what that term is. That term is a woman that has never been married, that has children out of wedlock. You know that has children by a man, and you know that that father's not doing anything. That father's not providing anything. No money. No no time. Nothing. That's single mothers. If that man is in that child's life, you're not a single mother. You're you're not. You're you know you're you're getting help. Um. If he's providing money, you're not a single mother. It, whether he's on child support or not, you're still not a single mother. We need to stop doing blanket terms like that to make it seem like um you're all in one boat. Like it, you're not. I mean, you have different circumstances to this.
3: Like you're doing it all by yourself. Yeah. You know. Um, but I mean, that again is exactly what society perpetuates for the black man.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And we as black women right on into what's how society portrays the black man. So I, I think at the end of the day, let me not say I think at the end of the day it, it's time to stop with the blame game. That's, that's that's what it's about. It's time to stop with the blame game. And everybody needs to be accountable. The man and the woman. Mm-hmm. In that regards. But we're going to say that conversation for Thursday because like I say, Thursday night we're talking about Dead beats and bitter baby mamas. Aren't these just wonderful comments?
5: Wow. Yeah. All right. We getting all the hate today. Ain't that a shame? Hey, Let's be, hey I, I welcome that. I know, you know, we we ruffling feathers and you know Look, we, doing, we doing something good. If you ain't got haters, you ain't got haters, you ain't you ain't popping.
3: Right. Right. absolutely hold on i'm trying to there we go all right so i had to go back through but you know that's exactly what james baldwin was saying you know those comments i think I. oh my god you don't even know how many comments i I mean how many people i've just had to block so many so many so many so many
5: I mean, okay. we saw that when Obama got in the office, we we saw that type of activity. You know, monk drawing monkeys. You know, painting. Uh, you know, all kind of stuff.
3: Somebody say they shook.
5: Oh, they shook. Okay. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a avatar. I don't. Know. <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> the yeah. avatars is killing me.
5: You know, uh, yeah, I mean, it, and it's crazy. It's like, why be concerned with something going over here? We, we have enough problems in our community. You don't have to worry about us. We trying to fix our community over here. You know, it's like, it's crazy. Wild hatred.
3: Somebody say LOL that fix. <laughs> 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 right. But anyway, but I mean, so let me ask you, brother, as a black man, how do you see yourself? um if you if you okay so if you go back to the old will and you come to the new will
5: okay that's that's damn good question um so the old me younger me i i saw myself as um i saw myself through the eyes of other people right um because I I didn't know self, so I saw my eyes through other people. Like what women say about black men, I saw my eyes I saw myself through those type those lens. Um, when my mother you just like your father, I saw my eyes through those lens at some point, you know, to where I, I looked at it as negatively. Um, when I started to learn a lot about history and how we were treated, how black men were treated historically, um, I became militant. I saw myself another type of way, um, and I had brushed run in with the law. I got real militant, you know, um, because, you know, the thing is people look at you as a dark skin, black man. You know, we're from new Orleans just for anybody that don't know. Right. Uh, we were looked at as less than, you know, we have a whole color class system in new Orleans. And, um, and I looked at myself for a second as less than I worked somewhere where we was working for Jewish people and, um, it was sales and there was nobody else, dark skin, my complexion, on the sales floor. That was males, right? They were all, all back in the stock room. Um, so it, it, it bred something to me, like you know, damn, you know, for a second, if I didn't know myself, I would have doubted myself. Um, I would have acted like some of these dudes act today, basically, you know. Oh, if if I'm not worth anything, um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 sir uh they helped us by what bringing us here from africa i mean hey you, y'all got everything for free so y'all got more from us than we got from you and a derek show okay sir uh you're gonna you're gonna do fine in jail okay um anyway um like i was saying you know um if i didn't know myself if i didn't know history right um I would have been in trouble because I would have started acting out like the rest of these youths are doing today because they don't have anything to kind of tether them to their, their, their past. They're, they don't have a foundation. Um And I got to say about my mother too. She created an excellent foundation. You know, my, I come from a religious family on my mother's side. So she constantly gave us that whole religious background to where um it kind of kept me grounded in a sense. So, where I could have been flown off the handle and did a lot of bad shit when I was younger. You know, I still had that in the back of my mind where um, I had to kind of hear to certain stand standards or whatever. And I had siblings, so that kept me grounded also. So I also saw myself through my siblings' eyes. Like, if I if I do something, you know, messed up, they looking at me, they might follow my path. So um, I think... For responsible black men, we we tend to see ourselves through our, the eyes of other people that's around us, and then we come home. We 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 talk to our women, and if they they they're not supportive, we see ourselves through their eyes also. So, um, like Asher was saying earlier about, we have to come home and fight our women. Just think about if we have to like use that energy. We come home, and you have to use that energy. We have less energy to go out in the world and do things productive and and try to uh uh maintain the household and help out or whatever uh it, it's very taxing um and women i'm not taking away from what y'all deal with every day uh dealing with the children that's not what i'm doing what i'm saying is that this is something that y'all don't uh y'all don't get y'all don't understand y'all don't uh y'all don't hear really because majority men black men they would just suck it up and they would just move on right they, they don't express themselves to where you understand that uh they are going through stuff right that's why you know you got black men are uh, uh committing suicide black men are uh uh dealing a lot a of, lot of stress and trauma that they they inflict on black women if they're with them right. because they're internalizing a lot of stuff because they don't get this out and for uh us to keep on point fingers at each other and society keeps on telling us that we are less than everybody else we ain't shit it, uh, it's easy to internalize this and then lash out to the people that surround us, the people we care about. So, um, you know, like I said, fortunately I was, I had a lot of stuff working behind me that I didn't have nothing to do with, but, uh, it, it made an impact in my life. Uh, I have a lot of, I, I've, i like, I have two sisters that I, I, I look up to, even though they're young to me, I look up to them because I look at their strengths. Um, I look at uh the things they can accomplish or they have accomplished. And also, um, you know, I have a bunch of females that I know, Asher being one of them that, you know, that I can bounce ideas off and and I hear uh what they've been through and stuff. And I and, you know, I just like, you know, hey, this is this is my community. This, you know, I I have I can say I have a community. I have I have my community, I have therapists, the woman I love, I have you know uh i have that i have you know i just have a bunch of stuff you know a bunch of people around me that that i can draw my energy from and be positive you know, so what is, what is oh, baby, that coming the spammers oh
3: the spammers okay we just yeah they're spammers oh no not willie really. hey boo mm. <laughs> hey my baby All right, so I had to, um, I had to block that. They just popping up, like literally, they just literally popping
5: up. Yeah, I, so, I feel, I'm feeling bad. Oh, I mean, I, I feel some kind of way. I don't get no spammers. Oh man, i I, I need to step my damn game up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get these spammers. I ain't popping, man. Man, In you don't
3: shit. want the spammers. Man, I get them on Instagram. Oh, uh, I get them on. Like when they come on like whenever anybody goes back and listen to me, like on Spotify, I get all of them over there. Damn. Um especially when I talked about George Floyd and all of them. But you know that oh. that makes me know never mind. I don't care. Anyways. Um see, here they come. <sighs> Such a beautiful thing.
5: Uh uh let me let me speak to that. Uh sir. Um Mr Mr white man if you're a white man um white men historically have committed all crimes they they've committed the took a, they kidnapped us brought us from africa rape pillage uh, uh uh murder they every crime that you say black people do you y'all've done already first we learned it from you we learned all this shit from you so come on come on sir that's just right. dis- serial killers yes uh, uh mass shooters, white. Come on, don't, don't do not even get
3: into that no. about the mass shooters because we, we could go all the way back. Rapists rapist, you know, on, I, rapist. We were culling by
5: you were a rapist
3: <laughs> cutting up and killing and eating people, white
5: it gains. <laughs> Come on, Ted Bundy. Come Jeffrey on Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer, yes.
3: Yeah. Ted Bundy was killing the women and was he suffered from necrophilia, which means he was sleeping with these women after he killed them.
5: I think he slept with his mother, if I'm not mistaken, when well, she was dead.
3: Who Ted Bundy? It was uh, who slept with their mother when they went, uh, it I
5: know it. it was Ed Gaines, I think. It's either Ted Bundy, or Ed Gaines, one or two, I can't remember. <laughs> um, okay. Um, no, no, It. it's. Free speech. I mean, you can have free speech, but uh disrespect is, is a whole different thing. You know, the right. disrespect to somebody. We don't have to stand for disrespect. We we had to stand and for it back in the day. We don't have to stand for that shit no more.
3: And we won't, because we are no longer our ancestors.
5: We're not three-fifth human being either no more. So Right. Yeah.
3: And the younger generation is stepping up as well. Anyways, so I just... I have to, when I say this, I'm so proud of how far the black man has come because y'all are now stepping out of the shadows of just being known as athletes, rappers. Y'all are now becoming business owners and I mean, legitimate business owners. Judges, you know. Um, so Robert says they're letting everyone see y'all ignorant. <laughs> Robert says how much free y'all needed to be. Right. Tell them, Robert. <laughs> so I'm loving the fact that we're seeing more black doctors. More black firemen, uh, black nurses, black male nurses, physical therapists, Um, they're owning McDonald's, they're owning Pizza Hut's, they're owning Starbucks, they're owning owning, uh, Chick-fil-A's, Raising Cane's. I'm loving the fact that black men are actually stepping out and becoming real life entrepreneurs. And, you know, when, when I get on Clubhouse, Which is why I invited you. Um, Yeah,
5: I can get on it. I I couldn't get on Android. I've been trying. I I I don't
3: know what's wrong with the link. I don't know if the link is down or whatever it is, but download the app itself Mm -hmm. and try to see if it'll let you um, join then.
5: It it won't because it it won't. It's supposed to send me a a text message or something so I can um, get on and it never sends me the text message for that. So there's something going on with it on Android side. I I'll,
3: try, I'll, I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying though. Um, But I, I love being on Clubhouse because I, I get in those rooms with these Black men that share knowledge. You know, that want to see Black men excel and become and, and live more and be more than just the stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, be, be more than this little box that they place Black men in. I love it. I absolutely love it, you know. Um, He said, Clubhouse was just released on Android. I think it's a beta, though. Yeah, you know, Robert. But I've sent invites to people, and they were able to get on. I've sent invites for my Android and my iPhone because I've set mine up. Let me show you. uh let me show you i set mine up on my android and it works i don't know let me see see that's how it looks on the android so i'm not sure what's going on i to try it again i don't know what's going on with it in regards to the android um, and I don't want to send it to you from the iPhone and then you can't download it, you know, from the iPhone. But, you know, I, I like I say, I, I dip off into these rooms and I listen to the knowledge that is shared, you know, to other Black men. And I just, I love that, you know, so. I hope one day I really hope I live long enough to see the narrative change in regards to the Black man. I hope I live long enough to see us Black women collectively come together with the Black men and make a difference, make a change, be better for the new generation. I really do. I hope I live long enough to see that. Do you realize how powerful we would be if we could collectively come together i hope i live long enough to see less black men kill another black man
5: at one point something trillion dollars in our community how powerful we would be
3: right you know i don't understand they'll bail out these big businesses So hold up. <laughs> he said thirteen percent of the population yet responsible for over fifty percent of the crime. Who
5: about elaborate
3: a little bit more, Willie be Beamer? Talking
5: about black people. Black people only 13% of the population. Uh I don't I don't have the figures on that, but um uh I can I speak to that. So <clears throat> When you disenfranchise a, a people, right, and you put them okay. together, group them together, in in a population all together, like they did with the projects, like they did with, uh, you know, redlining and different stuff like that, um, you're gonna you're gonna get with they, uh, what they do when you see like when they sociology and and, and psychology people what they do rats in uh, certain cages and stuff. And animals in certain cages, they study this stuff. They know what they were doing when they put us together. When they did the projects and stuff, they know we was gonna be, for lack of a better term, like crabs in a barrel. Right, we're gonna right. be stepping on o- over each other, to try to get out that that situation. So um, that plus when you have white people that put in, that put drugs in the community, look that up. Let's let's talk about that. The fact that they they uh, they put crack in our communities. You know they, they they flooded our communities with with crack cocaine, so that that breeds violence also, right? So you cannot uh yeah we we have we probably that's probably the right figures. I mean I'm not gonna dispute the figures because I don't have any other figures, but I, I can tell you the cause of that. The cause of that is is um uh, is is how they set the system up for black people. How they how they uh, uh made the the problem. They made the problem and they're gonna report the they're gonna report these stats. So they. They're going to report uh, what's going on. They're going to point a finger at it after they, they cause the problem. So, I mean, yes, we have problems. We have problems, but, um, you know, it's it, it's it's wor- something we, we need to fix. We need to work on. It's not, a, it, I never said that. I never said it's all white people fault. I said they caused the initial problem, and uh, we have to find a way to reverse that initial problem.
3: To cartel that problem, you know, if you go back to the scene in Boys in the Hood, you remember when Furious and Trey and Ricky went out, when he yep. took them out to the land, went to the property yeah. and it says uh Black people didn't bring drugs into the community because we didn't have planes.
5: Oh, it's a plane. We didn't yeah. have
3: access to the planes. Yeah. You know, there's a liquor store on every corner when you go to the hood. Facts. Yeah, no. You know, when, when I went to LA, uh that's all you see on almost every corner a liquor store, a dispensary, yeah, and a Starbucks.
5: Yeah, that's that's the new that's the that's the gentrified version because they got Starbucks over there. But the, right. the liquor stores, hey, we we can blame white people partially for it, but we gotta also blame black people because if we don't want that in a community, we need to stop patronizing. If they don't get right. the money, we'll shut down. We get them out of community. You know, we, it, it goes hand in hand. We, we share part of the blame for that. We can't, we can't totally blame black people. We can't totally blame white people. But we, we need to stop, you know, we have control of what we do in our communities and we need to take that control back.
3: And again, that goes to the blame game. You know, Mm -hmm. when are we going to stop pointing fingers at one another? And like you say, take accountability for that. Um, so Robert says integration allowed easier um, destroying control procedures.
5: Uh, um, as much as I want to blame integration, um, I, I think it wasn't good for our community. But after after integration, um, after integration, other other uh, nationalities of people thrived, you know um once again we have to take some blame in that also because you know Asian community Hispanic community you know they had they were integrated right along with us and and they did what they supposed to do um
3: I look at you right. know Treme you remember how Treme was separated uh-huh look at it now yeah.
5: but I, I want um, but I'm talking about on a national level right um yeah, yeah, it did something negative. Um, oh, okay. What was the first comment? <laughs> he said you, you missed the first comment.
3: I don't see the first comment, I don't see it, Robert. The only comment I see is when we were getting spammed.
5: Yeah, um, yeah, but nah, he talking about it after that, I think, before the witch come, but um, yeah, no, I, um, you know, yeah, we still share blame in that now, and we can't. Yeah, we, we got we got a sh- we got a shitty deal being black people in America. We we've always had harder than everybody else, true enough. But um, you know, we we were we had we got it right for a little while, and uh, they did something to undermine that. Um, and it's like we just gave up, like we lost it. We we just we just lost it. Like we don't want. As a as a community and as a whole, we don't like we don't want to get any better. We want to focus on our own personal gains and our own personal uh, uh, well being instead of worried about us as a whole. And that that's working against us. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what my dad and I'm gonna sound like my dad, right? I told my sisters,
3: <laughs>
5: my dad, the lesson he used to tell us when we were uh, younger, because it's for us, right? He was like, uh, if you take for y'all, they're like this. If you're trying to if you're trying to inflict damage on somebody, you can't inflict damage on nobody. It's not going to be as much damage. But you put all four of y'all together, you you can inflict damage, right? right. We need to become right. a fit. We need to all come together and become a fist that we can inflict damage, I and mean, we can right. we can make a, a we can make a, a, a statement, right? That we're all together. Like if if something happens to one black person, we need to stop speaking against whatever it is as black people. That that needs to be our code. We don't speak against another black person. Period. When it comes to media we don't do that shit if we do it we're hurting our own self we're hurting our own image we can't we're hurting our own people further on down the line you know so we need we need to get a black code back here and uh and stop doing stuff against our own community Hmm.
3: like uh candace uh, what's her
5: name candace Owens. yeah Uh, and and that yeah she she's she's part of the problem i I can name a, a bunch of people the The black republicans and that's what we're gonna call them we're gonna call them the black republicans you know um but i mean they they make some points but I, like like i said you need to stop speaking ill about other black folks um vote the way you vote do what you do if you believe in it because i i'm not i'm i'm not uh I, i'm not loyal to any party i'm gonna say that first of all because i believe they're both against us in some way it 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 doesn't matter um But I'm not going to get on a platform and speak against black people that are voting a certain way because that's within their best. They feel that's within their best interest. I'm not going to do that.
0: Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's
3: mcdonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance they've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover
0: we're hiring people like courtney who are passionate about what they do our benefits include tuition assistance flexible hours pay time off free employee meals and more at mcdonald's the crew is the special sauce join us apply now at mcdonaldshiresohio.com ba da pa ba
2: at lexia we know literacy changes lives As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.
3: that's the comment he says equality and respect should have remained the goal we mistook integration as a step towards equality and respect
5: no uh, and and martin luther king said if anybody don't know martin luther king said he feared he 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 brought his family to a burning building i forgot i can't say it verbatim but he said he feared he brought his people into a burning building that's what he said you know after after he got we got the integration everything and um he he saw what it was going to be and uh, his actual final speech was what they, what they killed him about because he started talking about financial, uh, harnessing our financial power to leverage what we want in, 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 in America. And that's why he was killed, actually.
3: So he says we don't have to be integrated to be treated with respect and we will be less prone um, to destroy and control procedures.
5: See and like I said, that whole integration part. So, if if we're not integrated, right? If we're not integrated, we're segregated, and we won't be able to also get. Um, we also won't be able to get like stuff from the other communities that we need to get. Like we won't, we can't get white people to buy into our community. We can't get Asian people and other people to buy in our community if we're segregated, right? I mean, we also lose something. So yes, in, the, in theory integrated for, uh, integrated, uh, integration, I'm sorry, uh, messed us up in theory, but you got to also realize that we, it, we also get something here also. Um, we couldn't buy stuff from China if we weren't integrated. We couldn't buy nothing for China or Chinese people, uh, and, and which they produce, you know, right now it's, it's about, it's about, uh, technology, right? If we're segregated, we, we're not, we're not producing anything It's black people, we're not producing, like physically producing anything. Um, yeah, we might make crafts and different other stuff and we might be good, talented and stuff, but we don't have the infrastructure they have to create that wealth uh, when it comes to technology. So we'll be left behind in a certain way. So um, we can't we, I mean, we could look at the positives and um, and we we have to focus on the negatives also of it. You know, we can't just say uh, ideally that's 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 really kind of the reason. Um, I, I, integration feminism did a, b- a bad it was a bad part of that you know it was a couple of things drugs it was a couple of, you know it's it just a couple of things a bunch of stuff that worked against us yeah. um, but we are where we are now so we need to stop looking back at pointing fingers at you know what did because we can point those out and we need to uh, uh, like I said and that's that's theoretical Robert I mean yeah I mean we can Theor- Theoretical, yes. I mean, we probably would have, but as a people, um, so we got a Hey, a hundred years, Black Wall Street, right? We had Black Wall Street a hundred years ago. As soon as we got that shit, they destroyed it. So, I mean, theoretically, we could say that, but if we segregated, it was it's easy for them to destroy us in one swoop, basically. So. Absolutely you know we we could go over we could go back and forth with this and 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 I like I said I agree with the premise I agree with you are saying I agree that we um, we lost sight because we were integrated that some people want to be better than other people and, and I would say that's a that's something that's something um, that we have in ourselves, and black people we have that in ourself that we have to fix like these are these are generational traumas that we have to fix uh amongst all ourselves that that makes us this this way i mean we we yes we can we can blame what white people done but we we still have to take accountability on ourselves as being black folks and trying to do better because we know better right now
3: and i agree with him in today's world i mean you know we can't you know even then you know big brother you know i'm right there with you even back then we couldn't so I mean, you know, my, my thing is, I'm with you. If we could collectively come together, black men and black women, start buying property.
5: Fix the family. Fix the family. Right. For, that's the first.
3: Right. right. It says, and I understand that there is nothing nothing that can be done about it now. He said, "But y'all can't see my original comment, so it's partially taken out of context. I don't know what's going no on. I no don't problem. know why. No,
5: no problem. But I, I understand what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from and everything. I, I've had this discussion before, and um, like I said, um, being, being segregated is what Rosewood and um, and and uh, Greenwood did in Tulsa. You know, that's what they, they were segregated. That's why they were able so easily be destroyed. If you have white people buying into a structure that that helps them out, also, right? It, they'll be less likely to destroy that, that situation. Okay. So, um, you know, it, we can leverage the fact that our community uh, is making so much money, and we can have somebody around us that is also buying into that. And I'm just saying white for because that's who destroyed uh, these these civilizations, these communities we had. But it could be anybody, any 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 nationality, but it has to be uh, interdependent with them um, rather than independent of them. Uh, so we could have thrived, and and, and I, I'm trust me, I'm sure some white people probably went to uh, those communities and tried to uh, uh, do something with them. Be like, okay, I see what y'all doing over here. Let let me help out. Let me do that. You know, and that's probably why that, <laughs> that, that that happened. You know, you know. But of course, happen. because
3: you know they they fear, you know that uh, you know educated, powerful. You know they don't want to see us that way.
1: So, no, no, why
3: be. not destroy it? He's saying, and I'm not saying we should have remained forever separated, but we could have fought for the respect and equality we really wanted. Over time, we would have gained allies as we have now.
5: No, no. I, I agree that it was done wrong. Like, we, we rushed to do everything else. Just like when I said about feminism, right? Um, black women, um, they they put their, their femininity before their blackness, right? And right. I i think that's that's kind of screwed it up like they rushed into that not knowing what the backlash is going to be you know uh it's going to help attribute to like the breakdown of the family structure and doing that so um yeah you know we we want to do good stuff as black people we want to get ahead we want to uh try to make make a change make things happen but i think a lot of times we tend to play checkers versus playing chess and that's what the white people have always done play chess
3: as always, mm. you know, but we, we we're always so quick to jump the gun, we're so impatient.
5: Yeah, and that's that's what is it is. Is that
3: a good word that say like we're ready for
5: that's exactly change we right now? Now, yes, we're impatient,
3: you know, and that's that goes back to like you say, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Well, you know, Malcolm X really, you know, but it was more Martin Luther King, John Lewis, they they wanted us to be. Together so quickly, so fast, and it backfired on us. Mm-hmm. Would that be safe to say? You know, if, if you look now,
5: and, and and we can only speak this because hindsight is twenty twenty, right? yeah I mean, we can't say back if if we were that we were live back then and we were. In that struggle back then we would have been doing the same thing i'm not gonna shit on them doing what they did because they they actually they changed the world i mean we can't take that from they they actually changed the world um and and every other nationality uh should pay homage and should be putting into the black community because they wouldn't be able to do business in this uh in this in this uh country it had it not be for the 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 stuff that we gave and you know the the leaders that we've uh sacrificed that have sacrificed themselves for the cause you know they wouldn't they wouldn't have what they have today so um I'm 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 disappointed with you know a lot of these other nationalities the fact that they don't try to uplift the black community because they like I said, they owe us something actually so underhill
3: security says as a proud black man I hate the struggle Not totally chimp out all the time, that's right.
5: Yeah, we're born in what we're born into. I mean, but we have to, as black people, we have to do better. Every single one of us, you know, we have to do better.
3: So, I mean, you know, I just, you know, like I say, and I'm gonna always see and continue to see I'm still going to praise and celebrate the black man regardless of what is said regardless of what is done one of the things that I'm learning is to stop tearing down the black man I'm learning that you know I, I get it I understand because not only am I destroying a black man, but I'm tearing down the next generation. And my son is the next generation. True. My daughters are the next generation. So I'm working on that. You know, I'm very proud of myself in, in regards of, you know, showing the love and the compassion that you black men need. So women, it's time for you to take accountability now. Black men, it's time for y'all to take accountability. You know. So Robert says, I'd argue we are playing the same game while we play by the rules given. They create and add rules to their benefit. We can excel if we learn those rules but he says learning those rules isn't always a straightforward thing.
5: And that's the, that's why we need allies and can't be segregated, right? Because that's the that's the positive of having allies that don't look like us. Right. They think about the freedom riders, right? They had white people that had got hurt on them buses and stuff, also they got killed also. So, you know, we we could talk about white people being a problem all day long, but there's some some key white people that helped us along the way. Um right. Uh, what's they call? Uh, I think it's called. A, don't don't quote me on this. I think it's called the Puritans. Back when um, was the Puritans? Yeah, I think it was Puritans. Uh-huh. Back, they're the ones that kind of uh stood up and spoke against the slavery situation and saying that, you know we are not animals and you know we you know we're intelligent people. You know we come from you know we come from a race that that were more than just uh, beasts of burden basically. And right. uh, white people to help during the uh, Underground Railroad. So. I mean, they had had some good white people on the way to help us out. You had
3: some that helped us in the civil rights movement. You have some that help us now in present day. Mm -hmm. And no, I'm not talking about your president.
5: I mean, we're talking about the people that actually do the work, but okay. Right. Not not just for face, you know, show.
3: That's why I see. That's why I had to digress from that conversation.
5: Um, I (laughs) I understand it. I understand it. Like I said, I'm not... I'm not loyal to uh, to any any politicians, right. or I'm not loyal to any any uh, any one of them, Democrats or Republicans. You know, it is what it right. is is an unnecessary evil. Uh, <laughs> a I'm sorry, it's a necessary evil. We got to deal with so, you know, we, right. whatever you know, services at that time.
3: He he agreed with you. He said those are the allies that um, those are the allies I speak of because only allies in connection to power that are in connection to power can actually help right right you know we have some great allies now mm-hmm. uh you know i appreciate the allies that helped us you know in the civil rights movement hence the movie mississippi burning mm-hmm. hence the what is it the, the murder of, the killing of mega evers or the murder of mega evers you know i appreciate those allies you know, and and as I stated before, you know it's good and bad in all races, um. But what my my goal is to change the narrative in regards when it comes to the black man and the black woman. That's that's my goal. You know, this is exactly why I have this platform. You know, to utilize it for such. You know, to uh, bring awareness to change the narrative because i want you know if, if i go back to this question in how society sees the black man my goal is to change that
5: that's exactly, my goal. exactly the way the way exactly way we portray black men in media that's the way society views it and we, right. we control that narrative we stop like i said before you start a black code stop speaking ill on black men and in, in, in the media Stop participating
3: in it. Stop being puppets in their circus. So we're going to roll into the final thoughts. What's your final thoughts, brother? So tonight's topic was... This was tonight's topic. Fear of the black man. Why is white America afraid of the black man? aka negrophobia
5: so so you know i had a term i tried to make put in a in a uh dictionary right i tried to you know it's negro androphobia is fear of the black man and uh they denied it. So, yeah negro androphobia and they denied it so uh hmm. <laughs> but um
3: so robert says i'd also argue that if they really could have with no repercussions destroy us in our entirety back then he say they absolutely would have
5: you mean you mean black men because they wouldn't have destroyed the black women they would destroy it only the black men
3: oh yeah like they tried to do mm-hmm. like they're trying to do in present day mm-hmm. but not realizing that it's not working because not only are you having black women having black babies, but you're having Asians, whites, Mm. Latinos. So he said they couldn't because it wasn't all of them. So yeah, you have all these interracial babies now creating more black men.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: so they're not an exception to the rule anymore hence Dante Wright mm-hmm. so they're killing them too so your final thoughts brother
5: so my final thoughts will quote and don't uh, don't totally quote me on this because I, I actually got it from Boondocks uh, which is totally true um, it's my show i love that show what i'm about to say uh we need to understand (laughs) that private private moments only hurt us public moments hurt us all as a people Mm. and that's that needs to be the code stop having these uh uh, public uh displays against each other that's going to hurt us in the long run as a people
3: i'm with you We as black women.
0: Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out.
1: Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during
0: the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular.
1: Wait. How did you
0: get in here? Join in Club or at PlanetFitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month. Cancel any time. Hurry. Deal ends April 14th. See Club for details.
2: At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.
3: Stop tearing down a black man. Black man, stop tearing down a black woman. Let's come together. It's strength in numbers. Do y'all realize how much we could do? and how much we could overcome if we stuck together. Stop letting society divide us, keep us divided. Let's get out of that crabs in a bucket mentality. Black man, stop killing other black men. Start viewing that black man as your brother and not as your competition. We need y'all. We need the black man now more than ever. We need y'all to stand up in these communities. We need y'all to stand up for the children. Stand up for your women. And we need to do the same as the black woman. We're a movement by ourselves, like Fabulous says. But we're a force when we're together. For sure. Let's build our own dream team. You go back and you look at the USA Olympics. Look at that dream team. Let's let's build that up. Miss Robbins says she agrees. It only hurts our narrative. So let's come together. Let's unite. Let's move as one. To the black men. I love y'all. Oh, I love y'all so much. I think y'all are just. Man. Y'all ain't nasty like the black jelly beans.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, nobody eats the black jelly beans.
5: Nobody the licorice flavor.
3: Right. That's how white America sees y'all is the black jelly beans. I may not eat black jelly beans, but hell, I don't, I keep them. I don't throw them away, but, (laughs) but I do. I love y'all. I really do. I promise I do. Um, I, I don't know what more to say. I just don't believe it's enough words in the dictionary for me to express the way I feel about black men. Y'all are definitely kings in my book. I don't care what they say. I don't care what your past is. I freaking love y'all. I feel like God designed me to be a black woman, to be with a black man. I feel like I'm e- I- I'm equally yoked with a black man I'm the yin to your yang I- I'm your no limit soldier you know I-, I feel that way about the black man i I do I love the I love when y'all enter the room y'all immediately grab my attention I'm looking. From the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. I'm looking. I'm peeking. I'm I'm yes. Fuck the fuck what they say about y'all. To you, big brother. You know, I give you your roses all the time. Mm-hmm. So let me get one more comment in. So Robert says, I also want to say my comments about integration was simply to point out that we can't rely on them for what we seek while we may need them for certain things. Yeah, I agree. He says, if we remain silent, we remain slaves. Right. And that goes back to me saying
5: we remain reliant. Reliant. Reliant.
3: I'm so sorry. Reliant. Reliant Thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. (laughs) And that goes back to my comment when I say, yeah, black women, we're a movement by ourselves. But when you get that black man on your team, we are a force Mm -hmm. when we're together. AKA fabulous. I had to use that line. I love that. I love that line.
5: It's perfect. It It's perfectly and it fits. Perfectly said.
3: But brother... You know I give you your roses every chance That I get I appreciate it If y'all are not following The Black Mailed Podcast Tune in with, with Will He has some powerful Topics That when I say Are absolutely amazing Informative I love learning I, I'm always open to being the student. And that's exactly what you do on a black male podcast. In that moment, you become the teacher and I become the student because I learn more and more about the black man every day. Every, every episode I do, I learn more and more about history. And I appreciate being black.
5: That's what we all need to do. That appreciate our blackness because, uh, it was told that it was negative so long. You know, we was made to shame my blackness for so long. So it's about time to actually embrace this and um you know love one another.
3: I told you my flaws I hated. I hated my freckles, I, I hated that. But you have people that are running out of your pen to look like us now. I
5: uh-huh. don't know. Because we're unique. We're unique people and you know Exotic. they know yeah, yeah. James Baldwin
3: mm-hmm. says uh mm-hmm. they looked at us as exotic. As what we're looked at.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Exotic. They're getting our hairstyles everything. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, they always want to be a nigga until it's time to be a
5: nigga. Yep. It's so time to get the, that nigga treatment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods learned the hard way. <laughs>
5: I, so, I don't think he learned. Nah, he didn't learn. <laughs> he didn't really learn, but he understood.
3: <gasps> oh, he learned. He was black when he was cheating on his wife. Oh, he learned then. Oh yeah, you black. Mm-hmm. You whatever you're called. Well, whatever that lingo he said about his stuff, you learned.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, were black. Yeah, um, I can't, Cambodian or whatever he said. No, he said uh Cambodian or
3: somebody. Ak-Marie, you're Ak-Marie,
5: he's a octomarine because he's an eighth something yeah yeah octamarine, yeah
3: hmm. but yes babe Tiger like Woods what's mm-hmm. you was black that day <laughs> no, Robert bro. says hated your freckles he say not only do I love chocolate I love that which can distinguish stand out and shine like that beacon you are yeah I hated him my mother I don't know if y'all remember Esoterica my My mother had some, and I used to try to fade. I wanted to get rid of the frick. I hated them so much. I really truly hated them now I just I love them to death. I love them they're just they're a part of me uh you know and and the one thing I love the most is out of all my father's children, I was the only one to get that distinguished market. My father and my uncle are the are the other two that have this distinguished market i'm the only one only girl that has it out of all the grandkids the aunties the cousins i'm the only one that got that distinguished market there it is right there mine is on the left my dad's and my uncle's is on the right so i'm special
5: genetics and the dna dina
3: Man. and then i saw some pictures of like we're going to talk about all of that on another show, but I, I found I saw a picture of like a distant relative, and I look just like <laughs> Indian or something like that.
5: Yeah, you look but, Indian, hairstyle. You look you exactly. You look Indian, Indian family. <laughs> I
3: know that's that skin. That's that skin. Wait till the summertime and I get dark. Boy, y'all, y'all black men. Boy, y'all so beautiful. But I do have this one song. Oh, thank you, Miss Robin. Thank you, Poopoo. Oh, and I forgot to uh, um. I'm so sorry, Christina. She goes by Robin Paris MUA on Instagram. Go follow her. She has Women's of Empowerment Inc. Woe Inc. W O E I N C. Go follow her. She has some great show. She goes live on Instagram, support her movement, Women of Empowerment Inc. Um, Also in the final thoughts, I do want to say, let me get back over here. Don't forget, y'all know Black Girl Interrupted is live every Tuesday, every Thursday on Facebook. Um, The days and the times may change because, well, Yeah, the days and the times may change because my work schedule is about to change. So I may um, start going live on, I can still do it on Tuesdays. I may do it Tuesdays and, well, no, I think the days will still stay the same. I I get off, you know, uh, in time to rush, but the time may just be pushed back a a few moments so I can get everything set up. But again, don't forget, tap in with your girl. I am live every Tuesday, every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all know y'all can follow your girl on YouTube. Subscribe, hit, like, share, grab a friend, tell a friend, come join the conversation. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram. I am available on all the streaming platforms. Uh, But I do have this one song that is like so fitting for tonight. I want to end the show with this song. It is called Colorblind by my girl Play Simone. Oh my God. I will get the link posted up. So if you guys want to ever download the song, um, it is an amazing song. Her voice is oh my god, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um disregard the pictures because it wouldn't just let me upload the song. So I had to like put my own pictures in there because she has not made a visual for the song, but. She did allow me to go ahead and play the song on my show tonight, but again, her name is Play Simone. She is on Spotify, and the name of the song is called "Color Blind."
5: I'm gonna t- I'm gonna jump off. Oh, uh, I'm on I'm on call, so I'm gonna go ahead and give me some rest. But I appreciate you having me on. Um, you know we're gonna talk. So,
3: all right, brother.
1: All right.
5: all right. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you. I leave it unchecked Cause I'd rather not identify with that Trend, social classes, i injustices, colorblind. Sin is a crime, I spoke to the dead, made them come alive. Why are you against me when I did that? I said, let there be light. Darkness must flee, all those who are mine are free, colorblind. It's not easy walking in grades, but I keep on never losing faith. Every day, making new, so it's a clean slate, and you can't work for it. No, you cannot work for this. There's not enough money to pay the price of running from me, but. I- Beneath breaking, see the heart of many shaking. I hear the blood screaming, hear the blood testifying. I feel the ground beneath breaking, see the heart of many shaking.
3: Man, y'all, y'all, don't forget. Go on Spotify, type in "Play Simone" and download that song "Color Blind." I love, love, love that song. Um, don't forget third Um, will be about Debbie fathers and bit or bitter baby mama syndromes. So I will see y'all Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't forget, grab a friend, tell a friend. Look. Tell them come holler at your girl. Let's have us some real live conversation in regards to uh bitter baby mamas or there be dads. Which one? Which one is it? Which one is it? So I will see y'all Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Again, thank y'all for all the love, all the continuous support. Shout out to Big Brother Will. Again, go follow him. He also he has two podcasts the ADHD hour and And the black male ass. Also, don't forget to tap in with my girl, Christina at Woe Inc. W O E I N C. Don't forget, go holla at my boy, Big Low Country Sports. Y'all go subscribe to him. Like I say, he is a Falcons fan, but he does give some great football talk. Love you guys. See y'all Thursday. Bye. At Kroger, we believe
2: fresh means holding our produce to a higher standard. That's why we do up to a 27-point inspection on our produce. Like for citrus, we check for things like scarring and sunburn. Yep, oranges can sunburn. And we'll make sure you never see it. In fact, we only allow the best oranges, lemons, and grapefruits to reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we believe the juice is worth the squeeze. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia... We're all for literacy.